0: Greetings and welcome to A Sip of Inspiration. Every moment in In your life is filled with all the opportunities that life has to offer. My name is Stephanie Wilson-Coleman. You see, life is a canvas and you decide to color. What colors will you choose for your life today? Greetings and welcome to A Sip of Inspiration. My name is Stephanie Wilson-Coleman and I am the Empowerment Doctor. As many of you have heard me say before in the pa- in the past that l- your life is filled with all of the colors that you choose you see your life is filled with joy happiness is filled with pain or sorrow your joy is your life is filled with joyous relationships harmonious experiences or your life is filled with living in the past with unforgiveness see you decide what is going to appear in your life. I'm often asked if there was one or two things I could do that would guarantee that things in my life change, what would they be? And I want to talk about what some of those things are. We're going to talk about the benefit of gratitude and appreciation. We're going to talk about forgiveness, toxic relationships, and the art of loving yourself. I want to start with gratitude and appreciation because that is my favorite thing to talk about. You see, the wonderful thing about gratitude and appreciation is it doesn't cost you anything. You can do it any You don't have to do it at any particular time of the day. You don't have to wait till the beginning of the week to start. See, you can start right now. Another great thing about gratitude and appreciation is you don't have to have a lot of things to be grateful for in order to cause your life to change. You see, the universe is not expecting quantity. It's expecting quality. So I want you to start right where you are every single day and start to be grateful. Make a list at night before you go to bed of five things that you have to be grateful for. And those things can be simple things as the just the ability to breathe because if you took a look around At the number of people who are having difficulty even with breathing you would realize just how precious that is it may be the ability to get up out of bed and make sure that all of your limbs move the way you want them to move it could be that your children are nice and calm that you love your job that you have a job anything that you have to be grateful for i want you to write it down every day and I want you to begin to think about what happens to you during the course of the day. Any event in your life that someone was responsible for, someone said a kind word, someone smiled, someone uplifted your spirits, someone helped you to find the answer to a a problem, those are the things that I want you to also remember because if you want to put gratitude and appreciation on steroids, you do that by paying attention to those things and responding. I want you to send a nice, neat little note or an email or a phone call to people who were able to help you in solving any kind of solution and giving you any kind of information, people who made you just simply feel better about who you are and what you have to offer. The next thing about gratitude and appreciation is what you will find is that the more things you find to be grateful for, the more things that will show up and make sure that you are more grateful. You see, the universe will not be outdone. So anything that you give your attention to will multiply. So if you're thinking about things that are terrible or bad, you will find that those things will multiply. So since you decide what you think about, I want you to think about all things wonderful. Begin to treat life as if it was an adventure, as I always say. You see, the wonderful thing about an adventure is that you're not expecting good or bad. You're just expecting an an adventure. So as you get up every day, just embrace the adventure that you're about to have. As you embrace that adventure, no matter what goes on during the day, you will be able to find the good in it. You see, absolutely everything that happens to you happens to you to introduce yourself to who you really are. Every single thing that happens in your day is about you. It's your moment of truth, no one else, so take advantage of that. I want you to also take some time to tell others in your space just how much you appreciate them. They don't have to be long sentences, just that I appreciate you, or I really like that when you do this for me. That is another form of gratitude. And then I want you at night as you're still And as you're contemplating the day, I want you to think about that one thing that just made you say, wow, that one thing that excited you to absolutely no end. And as you think about that, that's what I want you to fall asleep with on your mind, that wonderful, great thing. And I promise you that even as you enter into your sleep at night, that will be a restful and peaceful experience also. I want you to get a mantra. That you t- carry with you in your mind it could be something as simple as everything i touch today will be a success or one of my favorite ones is i'm beautiful and powerful and creative and i can handle it or i and i plan to put no limits on anything that i am going to create today so you decide what your mantra is going to be for the day when you first get up in the morning be grateful Get your mantra in your head and that's what i want you to think about constantly during the day 10 or 15 times during the day and you will begin to find that your life and all of the events in your life will begin to shift that you will then begin to attract people who are more positive to attract people who are more grateful now I next thing people usually say is you know i'm grateful but all of these other things just happen and i have no control over those things well i believe that you absolutely create every experience that you have in your life. So you do have control over it, and that's the wonderful thing, because just as just like you use your thoughts, beliefs, actions, and conversations to create that situation, you can use those same tools to change those situations. No matter what happens in your day, there is something in every experience to be grateful for. For you see, there is the answer to every problem is within the problem itself. Nothing happens to you that doesn't come to pass. So no matter what it is, good or bad, be grateful for it, be grateful for it, be grateful for it. The next thing that you can do, which I call a no-cost, high-yield solution, that will help you in making sure that you are living the life that you dream about and that is forgiveness you see here again forgiveness doesn't really cost anything you don't have to worry about the prices going up you don't have to worry about the increase you don't have to worry about any of that and you don't have to share your forgiveness with anybody else so if you don't want people to know that you have forgiven you don't have to talk about it now people always say well you know I don't have anything that I need to forgive I can always find something to forgive. And I want you to think of this analogy because I want you to do forgiveness every day. If you have a rug in your house and you don't pull up the rug and sweep under it at least once a week, there will be so much dust and dirt underneath that rug. The problem with that is it will get so thick that it will become impossible to clean up. But if you look at that rug a couple times a week and sweep out from under that rug, you get rid of all of the dust, and it's real easy to do. So right now, where you are in your seat, I want you to think about someone that you need to forgive. And as that name comes to you, because this the situation will come back to you, I want you to ask yourself, do you still feel like you felt when that event occurred or when that person was interacting in your life. And if you still feel the same feelings of hurt and pain or envy or jealousy, then you have not forgiven. The idea of forgiveness is that you release all of those emotions and you release that person because it is you whose health is being run. See, you're keeping yourself from the prize. You're allowing someone else to help you stay stuck in that place, stuck in that place that where nothing can grow, because nothing can grow where there's darkness. Nothing can grow where there's anger. So I want you to forgive. Forgiveness is as simple as just saying, I forgive you for this. Now, some people need a lot of fanfare. I happen to be one of those people. So I write a letter. I write a note about what happened. I write a note about what I would have liked to have happened, and then I forgive that person. Then I look at that person in a different set of eyes. Now, instead of it being that person doing this to me, I switch places with that person in role play. And when you look at it from another vantage point, then you will see the lessons that you need to learn. You see, any situation that has caused you any anger or any pain lets you know exactly what it is in your life that needs to be healed. So that's what you look at that for. As you begin to forgive, you will you will experience health benefits. has been proven that your blood pressure will decrease. It has been proven that your diabetes will even get better. We know that your general disposition will get better, all because you have forgiven. I know people are saying, oh, God, well, I can't forgive him. I can't forgive him. The wonderful thing about forgiveness is you don't have to do it right now. If you still need to hold on to it for whatever reason, hold on to it, and then come back tomorrow because you'll find that as you grow more and more every day, you'll be more willing to embrace forgiveness than you are today. One other thing that I often talk about too, which we could spend a lifetime on, toxic relationships. Toxic relationships, and I'm not talking about abusive relationships because those are different. Toxic relationships are where you're in a relationship and the other person... Isn't uplifting, isn't inspiring. The other person does everything that they can do in order to bring you down, in order to, to keep you from achieving and realizing your goals. Those relationships are relationships that we have to learn to release. Now do, I do believe that you can become addicted to that interchange. See, we get really attached to disharmony because we feel like we have to stay there. We have to fix the other person. We have to stay there by God until they know that we are so good, that we are the best thing that ever happened to them. But sometimes the best gift that you can give to yourself is to back away from those relationships because you cannot grow in a relationship where someone's always reminding you what is wrong with you. See, no one's perfect and that's the wonderful thing about this experience is that perfection is not required. The only thing that's required is that we are a little better today than we were yesterday. I often use the analogy of a baseball game, whereas a batter who hits 2 out of 10 has a 200 batting average and he makes about $100,000 a year and the batter that hits 3 out of 10 has a 300 batting average and he makes about a million dollars a year. And then the batter that hits 4 out of 10 has a 400 batting average and he makes tens of millions of dollars a year. You see, the difference between the increase in salary was simply one more ball. So you just have to be better at it today than you were yesterday. If you find yourself in an abusive relationship, As I stated earlier to the caller, there are several organizations within this city and in every city that can help you get distance between the predator and you. That way your physical health can be solidified. You see, your physical health is the most important thing. So you have to get out of an abusive relationship. I understand that that is easier said than done, but there are organizations and professionals who will help you get out of this situation. Once you are safe... Then you you can begin to rebuild your life and rebuild your own self-esteem, and then you can work for forgiveness. Every single thing that happens to us, no matter how difficult it is, we must forgive. Because it is the toxins that are released in our own bodies, and it's that that we draw to ourselves, that we draw out of anger and out of guilt if we don't forgive. Those are the situations we don't want to attract anymore. So once you forgive and once you understand that this was not about you, that this was about a deficiency that the other person was feeling, then you will be able to release and to forgive. We are unaware that we actually have the ability to live all of our realities at once. I recently saw a movie that dealt with this, and the thing that it, that really got my interest was that When we're thinking about the past and we're living in a situation that wasn't so pleasant, we actually experience those emotions all over again as if we're living in that place again. So you see, we carry our past with us. The next thing we have a tendency to do is we look into the future as some great, wonderful promise. So we place all of our hopes, all of our accomplishments into someday that day we'll be happy so we live in that future however we seem to just go through the motions and what's happening today today is our only moment of power right now is the only opportunity that we have to make a change you see there's nothing we can do about what happened to yesterday except remember all of the good things forgive and release anything that we have determined that was bad and package it up and call it good. There's not much we can do about tomorrow except to give tomorrow great thoughts. But all of that starts with what we have to do right now. You see, tomorrow never comes, for it is always today. Now, you do that by first understanding where you are now, taking advantage of every single moment and opportunity that is there with you right now, for what you do today will actually affect what happens to you tomorrow. As we're saying, you you actually start with thoughts that will actually be in a line with what you want to have to be true in your life. An example would be, if it's health that you're looking for, then your thoughts need to be, I am healthy, not I've got the conkers of the bunkers." If it's financial prosperity that you're looking for, then your thoughts need to be, I am financially independent, not that I am broke. If your thoughts are such that you want to have harmonious relationships, you need to now begin to see love in every person. You need to be able to see all of the magnificent, wonderful things that are around you in the. Okay, I'm going to ask you to look at it a little differently. Now, I do agree that if you find yourself in situations that are not uplifting, that are not inspiring, that are not empowering, it is your responsibility to remove you from remove yourself from those situations. And I do believe that we should all do an assessment frequently, at least once a year, of all of the people that you interact with, of all the places and events that you uh, experience, and decide they're either uplifting or inspiring or they're not. And if they're on the side where they're not uplifting or inspiring, you need to cut those ties. I do believe that. And as you begin to grow, you will find that, You need different things to be uplifted and inspired. That what worked for you before won't just simply stops working. It doesn't mean that the people are good or the, or bad or the situation is good or bad. It just means you've outgrown it and you need other experiences. But what I'd like to also caution is be careful what you see in other people because you see that in yourself. Sometimes people are our mirrors to let us know what it is that we need to fix or heal within ourselves. So you mentioned that you're rejected. I want you to look at how you actually treat yourself and make sure you are not rejecting yourself, that you are loving yourself as fully as can be. So look at that, because if that if you're not fully accepting who you are, when you move and change churches, you're going to find the same people there because the lesson may be for you to learn to love yourself and to love God no matter where you are and no matter where you find yourself. One of my favorite authors, Dr. Emily Cady, writes a book, Lessons and Truth, and she states that when she was on her own personal experience developing her relationship with God, learning how to live in the presence, learning how to always live her Every moment of her day, in prayer and in worship, she was totally rejected by the people in her house. But it was impossible to leave, to leave the house, so she literally had to learn how to be in full worship, how to stay on all of the good things, how to stay focused on God without leaving the without leaving that environment, because you don't always get a, the opportunity to pick your environment. But in the meantime, you go forth. And be sure you surround yourself with uplifting people. Now, as a caller alluded to, and we talked about a little bit, um, remember, people are your mirrors. So what you see in someone else, you only recognize it because there is a sh- little strand of that within yourself. So be careful what you see in your brother because uh, there's a saying that I cannot see my brother's true worth because of the log that I have in my eyes. So, what I do is try to find something I like about the person and think about that. And I found that if I focus on the thing that I, th- that I believe is good about that person, then that's actually what they'll show to me. There are truly instances where I said earlier where they just don't stimulate you anymore. You're just not uplifted. You're not, uh, You're not drawn or caused to stretch your imagination. You're not able to dream big anymore. And once you reach those situations, you do need to remove yourself from the situations and find that person or that thing or the event that then stimulates you. Make it all right to cut those ties. Because a lot of times we feel guilty about that. So we keep going back and bringing those people back into their lives because we believe that we can teach them to grow at the same rate that we that we're growing but you cannot see everyone's growth is individual and there is no requirement that we all grow at the same rate the only requirement is is that we grow another thing that you could do for yourself that will cause your life to turn around no matter where you find yourself and I have counseled Um, or empowered ex-offenders, um, people who are a a substance abuse recovery, uh, people who are in homeless shelters. And one of the thing that, one of the things that you can do, and I talk about this all the time, is stop having pity parties. Good. Everybody has a story. Everybody can write a he done me wrong book or he done me wrong book. What I want you to do is just simply acknowledge what has happened and then use whatever technique you can find that will help you move, move past the pain and then begin to live your life. See it doesn't benefit you to do the pity parties because 80% of the people don't care and 20% of the people are glad as you and I know you all have heard me say that before one of my next favorite things to do or to talk about is a game that I like to play called the Prosperity Game. I actually played this game with several friends of mine, and I thought, all oh, of this game is going to be just slam dunk. It's going to be really easy for me to do. I don't know why I'm playing this game. And the the uh, game, the rules of the game, is you start out with a certain amount of money, and since we're dreaming big, we started out with a $1,000 a day, and you increase that, every day by a thousand so day one is a thousand day two is two thousand day three is three thousand but at the end of the day you have to spend all the money well you know i went i experienced all kinds of emotions i experienced the emotion of not having enough money for i wanted to buy or the emotion of "Ah, i don't know what i'm going to do with this money and then finally as i was going through this game and i bought absolutely everything that i could think of i realized oh my god I can't think of anything else to do. So the one thing that it does is it forces you to get out of your comfort zone right away. It doesn't take long for you in this game for you to get past what you would do for your family, what you would do for yourself, uh, businesses that you would start, other people that you would help, and then you have to become very clear and very creative about it. The one thing that it does help you understand right away is no matter how much money you have, there's certain things that are priceless: relationships with your family. Good friends, those are priceless. Health, that's priceless. So always make sure that that's where you focus your attention on first. If you do what you love, the money will follow. That is so true. And if you do what you love, if you have a job, work a job you love, then you never have to work a day in your life. Now, I want to talk about just a little bit right now about finances. You can never get through this without talking about finances. Finances are key to everything. And as we know, you need money for everything. Matter of fact, one of our favorite things to talk about are the gas prices or the food prices. We need money for everything. God also knows you need money for everything too, okay? And there's certain amount, there's certain rules. First is we spend more time on the phone, talking to our friends, gossiping about what they did, what they didn't do, What they shouldn't have done and what somebody else's significant other did then we spend with our money i want you to reverse that i want you to figure out how much time you spend with your money and how much time you spend with your friends and i want you to reverse it now i want you to spend the lion's share of your time looking at your finances and a little bit of time catching up with what's going on with your friends. As you you look at your finances, I want you to go through your checkbooks, your receipts, or however you capture your financial expenditures, and I want you to write down how you spend your money. You see, where you spend your money tells you what you love, and that's what I want you to do. And after you do that, I want you to get a budget. I want you to write down simple sheet of paper, what are your expenses for the month, how much money you have coming in and what's the difference what's left over if there's nothing left over I want you to get real serious about how you're spending your money perhaps you need to cut some things out I want you to make those decisions maybe you need to do fewer things maybe you need to stop eating out so much maybe you don't need to buy that cup of coffee every day I don't know what the answer is for you but I do know that you need to look at your finances and I want you to have a plan for success as you now go about I want you to get your checkbooks Get your receipts as we take this next break and I want you to start to look at your finances now. As you're looking at your finances, as I challenged you to a few minutes ago, that is one way to love yourself. Love yourself by making certain that you use your money properly. I want you to, after you go through and determine where you spend your money and you get a plan, I want you to also have a plan to start to begin to save at least 10% of what you make. I also want you to tithe 10% because tithing is the rent that we pay for the space that we take up on this earth. I want you to put away 10% for retirement and learn to live out of the 70%. See, it's not how much money you make, it's what you do with the money that you have. And after you make those decisions, like whether or not you're gonna buy that cup of coffee every day or whether or not you're gonna eat lunch out or maybe carry lunch, maybe you need to start cooking at home more, you will also become in control of your health the more we prepare our own foods and the more we decide what foods to prepare the better our health will be another way to is to begin to love yourself now we hear that all the time how do you love yourself and then you ask people how do you love yourself i've got just a few tips on how to begin to love yourself First thing I want you to do is to keep a journal. In this journal every day, I want you to write how you really feel about what happened. And I'm not talking about the polite answers, not that polite, oh, hi, how are you today? Oh, I'm wonderful, when you know that you are not wonderful. I want you to write about the instances where you don't like it and you're sick and tired of pretending to like about it. Write it all down. That's the first thing. Then I want you to review it to see if there are any reoccurring themes. Now, you're going to keep this journal for a little while, so it doesn't matter what kind of notebook you put it in, but it's only for your eyes. Don't talk about what you've written to anybody, don't share it, don't leave it out so people can read it, put it away. I want you to write in it every day about what happened to you that day and how you felt about it. The next thing I want you to do is to stop stealing from yourself. We steal time away from ourselves for the proper amount of rest. We steal peace away from ourselves by becoming entangled in everyone else's gossip and everyone else's he-done-me-wrong stories. I want you to stop. I want you to spend some time every day, about 10, 15 minutes a day, in the morning and in the evening, I know that sounds like a lot, especially for those of us who have to have something in our ears all the time or some noise going on in the television in the background. And for those of you who think that's an awful lot, take five minutes, five minutes in the morning, five minutes in the evening, and just be quiet. Sit still. Just focus on your breath. Don't think when thoughts come across your mind. Ask them to simply leave because you're spending quiet time. I want you to spend the quiet time with yourself that time will allow you to relax. It will allow you to release any anxiety. And you will begin to deal with any fears that you've had during the course of the day. And you can calm yourself. And once you do that, you then will find that peace that is inside of you that you need in order to be successful, in order to love yourself. The next thing I want you to do is, I want you to look in the mirror every day and tell yourself something totally outrageous. Okay. I want you to look in that mirror and I want you to say, I love you and call your name. You're the best person there is. Everything you touch is going to turn to gold. You're absolutely wonderful. I want to tell yourself, I want you to tell yourself whatever it is that you need to hear so that you can be successful. Because you see, the mind doesn't know the difference between the real and the make believe. So I want you to Believe something to be true. I want you to start to believe in the magic that's inside of yourself that you can create absolutely day, every day. And when you leave the house, I want you to remind yourself that you are the best thing going right there. The next thing that you can do to learn to love yourself is to, we talked earlier, stop talking to people who are not empowering, who are, upli- who are not uplifting. Make sure that everyone is empowering and uplifting. I want you to begin to have conversations that go like this i want you to talk about things that you want to accomplish i want you to talk about that i want you to say you know when i accomplish this i'm going to be able to do that you know i can see myself doing that i can see myself getting that job that i want i can see myself making great decisions you know i can see myself surrounded by this i want that to be your conversation no more conversations about stuff like high gas prices or about who went here and what they did at the club. No more of those conversations. They don't enrich you. Talk about things that make you feel good. Then I want you to sit down and I want you to do what I call a vision board. And this is a way of loving yourself too. I want you to cut out pictures that represent everything that you need To be happy. Everything that you dream about. Everything that you want to be true about your life. And I want you to put that on a board. It can be in a notebook. It can be on a poster board. And I want you to look at it every single day. And be sure you write some of that wonderfully outrageous stuff about yourself on that board too. Because I want you to believe and to know that it is not over until you and God say it's over. Only then is it over. So it's not over right now. Just begin to love yourself. And don't say any more negative things about yourself. We spend all day long talking about our big stomachs, our fat thighs, how we need to lose weight, or how we need to gain weight, or our knees, our elbows, or whatever. Stop, 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 stop. Learn to love yourself right now. Go in the mirror, take off all your clothes, Find out something that you like on your own body and just start to praise it. You see, nothing is impossible for you are totally possible. The next thing on my list of uh, high yield, no cost empowerment tools is another game that we play. And that's a game called give yourself an A and give the other person an A. This is the way that works, and I want you to, and this is something you can try immediately, and it's absolutely magical. When you come in contact with someone, that's friends, coworker, your manager, your boss, I want you to give them an A. I want you to say, you know what? They've got some incredibly fantastic knowledge. I'm going to give them an A. And then when they start to tell you things to do or give you advice, I want you to remember that they get an A. What happens then is in your mind, you become open to the suggestions that they have that you need to to follow in order to improve your work, which will improve your life, or in order to improve your life, which will improve your entire existence and affairs. And when you've done that, you will find the magic is in absolutely everyone. And once you give them permission and give them an A on your own mind, you'll find that they will rise to the occasion and they won't even know what happened. Another thing that, ha- that I want you to do to love yourself is, when something happens, don't give the power to the other person. When something happens that you don't like, don't be so quick to say, God, that person made me mad. God, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Oh my God, I ruined my life. Don't be so quick to say that. What I want you to ask yourself is, what must I be thinking in order to have this experience? (laughs) Oh, God, Uh, it's a series of a lot of little things, things people wouldn't even know. You know, early in the morning, there is some time around five o'clock where absolutely everything is still and quiet. And it lasts for about 15 minutes. And I love to wake up during that time, especially now because you can see the sun rising, all the beautiful colors in the sky, and there is absolutely no noise. That makes me happy. I love to hear that. As a matter of fact, on the days that I oversleep and I don't get to hear that, I actually feel like I've lost something. Uh, Having people smile makes me happy. A good joke, of course, makes me happy. And anything that makes me laugh. And you know, laughter is another gift that you can give to yourself. You can give yourself the old-fashioned gift of laughter. It has been proven by several people that you can heal your health through laughter. We know you can heal your disposition through laughter. And as long as you have the right attitude about a lot of things, you can actually improve your finances. So I want you to get movies that make you laugh. I want you to tell jokes and find jokes that make you laugh. I want you to hang around people who make you laugh. I want you to just laugh for no reason. Like right now where you are, just give out that laugh. <laughs> you know, it's contagious. If you start to laugh, everybody around you will start to laugh. And you will find that you are very, very happy. Besides, it's even been proven that laughter will uh, burns calories so it can help you lose weight. So everyone should try to laugh another thing that you can do for yourself another gift that you can give to yourself in order to love yourself is to make a list of all of the things that you want to accomplish in your life all the things you want to do all the things you want to see all the things you want to be and don't censor it allow yourself to dream write them down on a list review them frequently and see what happens you will be absolutely amazed as to how the universe will line itself up so that you can begin to experience those things. I know at first when you start to do, it sounds ludicrous, right? You say, okay, so I'm going to write down this, year. right, fat chance of that happening. I tell you, a while back, I created one of those vision boards and I created a list of things that I wanted to accomplish in my life. And I began to think, oh, I don't know if I'm ever going to go there or do that. I want you to know that I've actually visited most of the places that are on my list and I've actually been able to accomplish most of the things that were on my vision board. As a matter of fact, it comes so fast till I just make vision boards periodically so I can give myself an opportunity to dream bigger. Another thing that works for me, uh, we talked about forgiveness earlier. As you look back, I didn't mean to imply that forgiveness is probably a one-time thing because it's not. A lot of times you will find that as you have forgiven, you find out much later that you need to go back and forgive again. Don't be down on yourself about that. Just understand that as you begin to grow as a person and begin to allow yourself to accept more good in your life, you will begin to uncover and unearth emotions that you buried a long time ago. And as that occurs, just simply relax and deal with them one at a time. Now, the gift that you can give to yourself is the art of reading. I want you to find some person that you admire and fall madly in love with their life. I want you to read everything that they did. I want you to read how they accomplished everything that they set out to accomplish. I want you to become so familiar with them that you can actually quote them. And as you do, I want you to ask yourself, how can I accomplish the same things in my life? And the more you begin to read about them and to, to actually immerse yourself into their lives, you will begin to find that some of the things that you've fallen in love with about them will begin to happen to you. As you begin to read, I want you to read something every month, something uplifting, something that will will teach you about something that you didn't know. Read something maybe that you don't even know that you're in agreement with. I want you to explore absolutely everything that is in our surroundings because I want you to fall in love with life. I want you to understand that You don't have to agree with everything. That's not necessary. I just want you to know why you don't agree with things. So begin to read, read, read. And don't just read adult grown-up books either. That's just too easy. I want you to start to read some of the fun children's books out there. If you have children, if you have nieces and nephews, if you're around children, I want you to see what they're reading. And I want you to read some of those books with them. And then I want you to have conversations with them. And after you've read these books, I want you to go a little bit further. I want you to think of alternative endings. What would you have done differently? What would you have said differently? Did you like the characters? Did you not like the characters? Did it still seem real to you? See, these are things that you begin to do that will spark your imagination. For you see, I talk a lot about imagination because I believe that there is no shortage of solutions in this world, absolutely none. What there is a shortage of, is a shortage of imagination. You see, for every problem that you encounter, there are at least seven solutions. But we give up after the first three. And some of us give up after the first one. But there are seven. So the next time something happens to you, and you have a problem that you have to deal with, I want you to come up with seven possible solutions. Seven, that's a lot every problem comes wrapped with the answer you just can't find it if you're thinking about the answers on the same level that you're thinking about the problem and the only way to rise above the problem is to begin to see the solutions and as you begin to look for seven solutions you will actually find once you hit six and seven the best solutions where everyone involved in the problem or affected by the problem will actually too um When you have worked that imagination muscle, because it is a muscle, and we just forget because we are so caught up in reality shows, we're more interested in somebody else's Super Bowl, but I want you to get interested in winning the Super Bowl in your life. I want your life to be so exciting that you don't have to turn on the reality shows in order to see what's going on or in order to have something to talk about. I want your life to become the life that you talk about. I want your life to become, if you will, the reality show that you want to watch. So after you've come up with all of this, the seven solutions, I want you to apply that to absolutely everything. Is this the best solution? Is there another solution? Well, there's supposed to be seven solutions, let me come, let me keep thinking about it. That's how you approach that. And then you will find that your imagination will begin to expand more and more and more so that you're naturally beginning to look at every situation as an adventure there goes that adventure again because the adventure ends in the exciting seven solutions uh, if you've got two really really good friends you've got a good number of friends as a matter of fact my mother used to say normally you don't get enough friends to where you can write your name and still have uh, and still have enough fingers left over to write your name uh, I I don't Think that however isolation isolation and having two friends are different things um, a lot of people have associates but not necessarily friends a friend is someone that you can share everything with including uh, some of the your deep dreams and secret desires with that you wouldn't dare share with everyone because as we know when we're trying to bring forth manifest some wonderful idea that we have you can't share that with everybody but you can share it with a friend as far as isolation though you've got to look at why you're isolating yourself because normal interactions are important when we grow as people we only there are two instances that guarantee our growth the first instance is people interaction with people as you interact with people only then can you begin to see what you really believe and what you really think is true and what you really believe about something because we can convince ourselves we believe something to be true as long as we're by ourselves but the minute we're interacting with other people and have to defend or discuss what we believe we find it difficult so those relationships are that interaction is important the other thing that will cause us to grow are projects so if you're not one if you're kind of shy and you're not one to just mingle because some people are better at at mingling and embracing others than, than some then Uh, start projects embrace projects because projects will also teach you what you need to know teach you about who you are and cause you to expand your imagination or expand what you believe is to be true thank you very much the last thing that we that I want to talk about that would be a great gift to yourself is just simply the gift of understanding I want you to understand and to know that you were created for a specific reason, to do a specific thing. And that's to learn to love, learn to love yourself, learn to love the people that you come in contact with. For this world moves and expands on love. I want you to begin to look about the world and not see destruction and death only but to see all of the good things that are out there. I want you to imagine the wonderful conversations that must be going on right now between families and friends and lovers. I want you to imagine the wonderful conversations that you're going to be having that remind you that you too are special, that you too are filled with magic. You see, right now in this moment is all of the power that you need change your life right now you have the ability with your words with your thoughts with your actions with your conversations and with your ability to feel and be grateful to change your life you can go to bed tonight just like you are but if you go to bed tonight thinking about something wonderful that happened to you today and being grateful for it i promise you that there'll be a change in your situation in the morning, whatever your situation is. I want to thank you for joining me tonight. It's been my pleasure as always, and I want you to make sure you dream big and live the life that you've imagined. This is Stephanie Wilson Coleman, The Empowerment Doctor, and it has been my pleasure.